Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Today's devotional is from Proverbs 15, 31 to 33. The word of the Lord reads like this. Whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord, and humility comes before honor. So today we begin to unpack a bit of the difference between passive teachability and active teachability. Passive teachability often comes to us as a surprise. It's a bit like the story I shared yesterday where a friend invited me into a very honest and sincere conversation to call out a correction that I needed to make in my life. I'm thankful for those moments, but there wasn't a ton of intentionality, at least on my end, uh, to make that happen. Uh, This came as a result of something. There was an antecedent, something that took place that invited the correction where I had a choice to heed that correction or to ignore it and repeat the same cycle. I was passive in that something happened and I had to respond to it. But today we're encouraged not just to passively receive correction or instruction, but to be the kind of people that would actively seek it out. To in humility acknowledge, here's the key point of today, that we do not know everything about everything. In an age, in a culture, where loudest is seen as the smartest, the the most brave, the, the one that we look up to, to always have the right answers, that we need to relieve ourselves of that pressure and to acknowledge that we don't have to know everything about everything. Uh, my wife and I, we went to the same college and in those first few months of dating, we couldn't get enough of each other. You know, classically, that's how it goes. I mean, not much has changed since then. Some 20 years later, we're still madly in love with each other. But there are some things that we did back then that we don't uh, uh, do now. For example, we don't need to stay up till three in the morning talking to each other on the phone because, for one, we're tired. Uh, and also, we live together. So let's just talk in the morning. Uh, but for a while there, uh, while we were in college, college we used to have this uh, near nightly uh, tradition, this call that would happen between uh, uh, my roommates and her roommates, and it was called the smartest man in the world call. <laughs> okay, this is kind of stupid, really, but bear with me. Uh, she and her roommate, uh, Super Steph, sweet name. Yes, I know. Maybe we'll unpack that later. Uh, they would call our room and say, I have a question for the smartest man in the world. And It'd be random stuff about life, animals, philosophy, just just crazy stuff. And then me and my roommate, we would go on and on about whatever answer that we could come up with in the moment. And then they would have to assign us as the smartest man in the world. It was really just an excuse for us to flirt on the phone and to stay up too late as we were bored in our college dorm rooms. Well, not much has changed since then. I still find myself making up answers uh, to the questions that my, my wife uh, asked me some 20 years later, uh, but I think she might finally uh, be on to me. But I used to love those calls. They were fun, ways for us to con- connect, uh, but there's also something inside of us that would like to believe that we have the answer for everything. <laughs> but if you've ever been around a person like that, uh, you know 
It could be one of the most unflattering characteristics that there really is. Again, in an age where the loudest voice in the room often gets the most attention, there's a real temptation in our relationships, in our careers to play that part, to always have an answer for everything, to be an expert in every situation. You've probably heard the expression before, though, that that leaders are learners. Leaders are learners. And man, that is so true. It's so true. And two of the greatest leaders that I've served under, and I don't just say that because I work here at Mariners, uh, truly are our uh, Kenton B. Shore, our pastor emeritus, and our current senior pastor, uh, Eric Geiger. Both of them are completely confident and secure in their leadership, without a doubt. And both of them are insatiable learners. See, they glean wisdom from various disciplines, constantly reading, constantly growing, and ever open to the perspectives of others within their team. Often they get the attention in the room, not because they're the loudest, but because of the respect we have for their discipline and their lifelong pursuit of learning that has now matched this proven track record of knowing how to apply knowledge wisely into certain situations. My prayer is that I would become like that kind of an individual, like that kind of leader, full of confidence, but also full of humility, full of this passion, desire to learn from others. And as they so often do in this amazing devotional, the Kellers, again, they point us back to the gospel in today's reading, because we can only become these kind of people if we first seek out not our own glory, not our own self-promotion, but by seeking out the glory of God. If we seek out our own glory, we'll be driven towards competition, uh, towards just boisterous living. But seeking out God's glory brings out a right-sized sense of reverence, of repentance and humility, which ultimately will build in us a character that is teachable. It's not overtly opinionated. It's confident yet eager to learn from others. So today's reading ends with a challenge, and it's not an easy one. In fact, it kind of reminds me of those old uh, Inspector Gadget cartoons. I don't know if you remember that show or not, but he would get an assignment. It would come in a package, and on the package would read something about, you know, this is your assignment. Should you choose to accept it? (laughs) And then after he reads it, it was a blow up in his face. I don't know if anybody remembers that or not. Uh, But here is today's challenge. Should you choose to accept it? And it is a challenge. First, begin by asking yourself this question, are you teachable or do people see you as opinionated? Now, it's one thing to take that honest, self-reflective look at yourself, but then we're asked to take that a step further and ask two or three people that know you well the same question. Do they see you as teachable or do they see you as opinionated? So what do you say? You up for it? Let's go for it. Let's do that together. Let's open ourselves up towards that kind of a teachable moment, knowing that on the other side of often difficult conversations is real health, is real healing, and is real depth. So let's go for it together. Let's be bold. Let's be open. Let's be humble. Let's grow together, not in our own strength, but because of the grace and the strength of Christ within us. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.